Good evening, everybody. This is a, another one of these podcasts this week that's kind of real tight and tough with me. Um, I had uh, one of the other contemporaries that sits on podcast, Rushmore. Um, I had uh, Jeremy from Life Unplugged on it. This evening, I've got with me James Lampkin from Conversations with Lamp. Um, and the story goes like this. There's those two, myself and King Germ from Procast that are considered when it comes to actual deliveries and different things, we're on the podcast, uh, Rushmore, you know, everybody's got a little, little, little picture up there or a, a mold up there. And, um, James, I'm going to pass it over to you real quick so you can introduce yourself, tell everybody about your podcast. But my question to you first off is, is what do you think about this? Uh, everybody calling all of us contemporaries. Um, man, first of all, uh, appreciate you inviting me to your podcast. Um, Man, honestly, man, I just look, all I want to do, man, is record and put out the best product I can. And I don't like the whole Rushmore thing and like all the other stuff, man. Look, I'm humbled. I appreciate it. But man, all I just want to do is record and put my podcast out. That's all I focus on. Good content. Okay. And I appreciate that because inside the uh, Black podcasting community, um, you're a herald. You're a herald out there. And people like, when we talk about composure and the, the and giving insightful questions and me and you've had conversations on your podcast, actually about this, you come up straight off the dome with what you're doing. Yours is not scripted. You don't um, have a certain type of formula. Like I do when you get out there, after you get a feel for the guest, like right. As soon as you talk to them and then they y'all start going Q and a Q and a, you got a feel for it. You wrap around them and you just start asking the right questions and you get the, you pull a good reaction out of them. So how did you develop this? Was this something that you got as a kid, just talking to people or how did it come about? Yeah, man, I, I just love, <clears throat> me, I love talking with people. And the, and of course the, the podcast is called Conversations with Lamp. So let's just take a typical conversation. You don't go up to somebody pre-planned what you want to talk about. So I don't do it on a podcast. Now there's things that, I know that the person is strong and I know that they can give me a good conversation about certain topics, but it's never pre-planned. So, and I don't like going into it with a plan because it could change. Like what if they, what if they're really, they, they, could, they could hit on something really great and it's like, okay, we need to stay there as opposed to trying to get all 10, or all five, whatever questions I have. I just want to stay where the conversation is strong at. Okay, and I can go with that because with the function of your show and the way that you have it structured, that works out good for you. Um, so in doing these episodes, like uh, over 240 episodes are, are at 240 episodes, correct? Man, I'm going to be honest. I don't even know. Well, statistically, I, I, no all right, so statistically <laughs> I will let you know today that your show is at 240 episodes, which oh, okay. kudos on that. Uh, I want to thank Trevor from our um He's our, our analytical guy. He looks up everything. And uh, that's a great feat right there to have 240 shows and to continuously keep doing your show. Um, and, and if someone follows your progress, because this is, you know, you know, I'm the technical guy inside of everything. When you go from one to 240, the formula don't change. Like the way you started, I mean, obviously you got better, got good at more uh, well-versed in your craft. But from the beginning, when you started till now, it still has that that land feel to it. Like, you know, that it's authentic. It's just like if somebody was sitting with you uh, anywhere in PG County. Now, my next question that I want to get into is this, you are a pillar of the community where you're from in Prince George County. And uh, me and you have some ties with people. You went to a, a nice high school, Suitland high school out there. Um, <laughs> and, and uh, my thing is, is that what I really like about uh, what you do is you don't shy away from talking about talking to people and things about Prince George County. And my family, even though I, I ain't never expressed it to you, we they really like what you do because nobody else is talking about Prince George County on the level that you're doing it and the influential people that you have on your show. So kudos there. But let me ask you this. Um, what's it like when you talk to these people in your community? Like you, you talk to leaders, you talk to sheriff, people running for sheriff, you talk to a, a lot of different people. What, how does that make you feel knowing that like you're in a certain way giving back to the community by talking about your community? It, it makes me feel good because um this again this is my home this is where i live um and it's 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 really important for me for people to know 
who's in charge of the county. Um, PG County is the richest county for blacks in the whole country. So with that, there's a lot of powerful people here. And I just like to have conversations with those different people. Okay. Now let's go into a little um, Maryland thing. I notice I said Maryland, right? I need you yeah. to correct me real quick. If you're in Maryland, what is it really called? Because it's not called Maryland. Oh, um, man, listen. <laughs> I've been pronouncing it Maryland all these years, so I <laughs> you, you know people me. call it, you know people call it Merlin. Yeah, you just heard me say it. Say, yeah, y'all say Merlin. And and when I'm up there, not to disrespect anybody, but I say it that way because if you say Maryland, like just the regular, I mean I said regular, the regular. Maryland. People look at you funny. I'm in the Iverson Mall uh, as a kid, right? And I got this. I'll never forget it. It, it was it had to be like 1998 because uh, Cameron's first album came out. And I was at, uh, what was the name of the, the little music store in the mall where you could buy CDs? Was it Tower? It wasn't Tower Kent Records. Kent Mill or no, Kent Mill was away. Um, you had, not, was it Sam Goody? Sam no, Goody. That's uh, what, was it Sam Goody? Sam Goody was, Sam Goody was Forestville. Um, Kent Mill was across the street. Uh, oh God! The no, it was. Wait a minute. The it was something. Let's see. We had the Wiz. Um, Waxy Maxi. Is that it? That's what what it was. Waxy Maxi. Oh, and I'll clarify that with Mont later. But anyway, we went in there to get the Confession of the Fire CD. It was the first CD I had that was parental advisory that that you know I, I was just sneaking to get. Because Cameron was pretty decent. I had heard a little bit about him. And uh, I went up there and I said, uh, I had the University of Virginia shirt on because everybody knows I'm a, even though I live in West Virginia, I'm from Virginia, but I'm a Cavaliers fan. And um, at that time, Maryland was really good in basketball. I forgot who was playing. Could have been Lonnie Baxter, could have been somebody. It was somebody playing at that time. Or or was that Steve Francis? No, that wasn't Steve Francis, was it? What year are you talking about? You, talking, you said Cameron. Like 98. Well, who was playing in 98? Uh, you had um, Joe, uh, Joe Smith might have been Joe gone, Smith. Yes, he he may have been gone, but Maryland had a good team. Yeah, and, we we had some decent teams. And UVA wasn't good back then. We was good. Ralph Sampson and then the national championship. That's all. Ralph Cham- Sampson and then all the way till we got that one fluke uh, national championship. We just we'll beat Duke one year, but Maryland was a heavy rivalry. And I could go in the store had the shirt on, and uh, the lady I put a seat up on the desk right. And she's like, hmm. She's like, I was going to sell this to you, but I'm not going to sell it to you because you got that UVA shirt on. And I said, don't nobody care about Maryland. And, you know, <laughs> you, you know, I'm like 10, 11 years old. And people froze. And my aunt said, you didn't say Maryland, did you? I said, yes. She said, no, it's Maryland. And from that point <laughs> on, I knew, look, from that point on, I never switched it up, never changed it up, whatever. Um, so getting a little bit deeper. Um, I'm going to throw in, this is one of the episodes inside my unfiltered series. And what I do with the unfiltered series, basically I do it and we can just talk candidly. My other shows, you know, they're kind of, they got a brick and mortar feel to them because it's a certain format I use for this. So one thing I want to bring from another series is Podcast Collide. I got a few questions podcast related that I want to ask you real fast if you don't care. Because um, I like to throw all my formats or series in there if I can. From Podcast Collide, I want to ask you this. What inspired you to start your podcast? Like, what was it that initially made you go out and just start doing your show? Just, just wanting to talk to people, man. I like, I love talking with people. Um, it was, it was hard in the beginning because I had to go to people's house, but, but fortunately, one of my old teachers told me about Zoom, and this was like in 2018. That's when I learned about Zoom. So. Zoom allows me to talk to people all over the world. Um, I Well, I did have one interview across like in Korea, but for the most part, most of them have been in the States. But just the fact that I'm able to talk to so many different people, like the internet opens me up to be able to talk to anybody. So that's why I like it. Okay. Okay. Now, another related question about podcasting. Um, we, you know, we, we all have these pre-calls and we have private conversations. Um, the production that goes into your show. Um, the story you told me, I'd like you to tell the audience real quick about how the production goes on Conversation with Lamb. So walk us through, you record an episode and then what happens to it? 
<laughs> man, it's it's a simple process. <laughs> reach out to the person, send them the Zoom link. We we record on Zoom. I send it to my cousin. He edited it, put it out. That's it. Um, there's no if you listen to my podcast, there's no music, there's no sound effects, none of that. Because I don't want anything to take away from my guests. This show is about my guests. I don't want you thinking about the the intro song, nothing. All I want you thinking about is the guest that's on the podcast. Right. And and, and I tell you, that's what where the comparison between me and you or the, the likeness comes in, because I do not use any. Like I tell anybody, the only sound effect you might hear is me hitting the microphone. I don't use no outro, none of that extra stuff, because when I come on and we do the thing, you get the little intro. I said West Virginia and Commonplace or WV and Commonplace. Outside of that, let's get in here and talk. So that's one thing that we parallel at. But here's where you excel in the area that I don't. And I'm going to say this on my podcast and I'm 100%. Inside the Black podcasting community, and this is where the controversy is going to start. Um, like I said earlier, you're, you're world-renowned with everybody. I'm going to give you your respect there. And we it. and people talk about you in the circles like, you know, we not in a bad way. Like, we like, did you hear that last episode? Did you hear what he's doing? Um, he's out here doing lives now. You can see him on the live every other week. You might catch him on a Tuesday or Thursday. He's on a lot, <laughs> you know, so, so you're branching out more and stuff like that. Um, but here's the major deal. Everybody knows I'm the king of the suburbs. Um, my podcast goes everywhere, black, white, whatever. When is your podcast going to go pop? When are we going to get you over? When are you going to cross over? When's that going to happen? Um, That's really, that's, that's, it's hard to say, man, because I, it, everything depends on your guests. I've only, you, you said I got two, you just told me I got 240 episodes. Yes. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Probably 235 of them, if not more, are with people that's black. Right. So um, that that's a factor, just who who's on my podcast. And let's be clear, I, it's not that I'm not open to talking to different races, different people. It's just I go with who, you know, with who accepts my invitation. And usually the person who accepts my invitation is black. Now, I would like to pay respects to the brothers for the to the it was a white guy, MMA fighter. His name was uh, Nick Angeloni. He he accepted my invitation and we had a great conversation. Um, I enjoy talking to people with different different backgrounds, different races, different cultures. But at the same time, I have to go with who with who accept the invitation. Okay, and, and I and I can go with that and not digging too deep. And I just wanted to ask that because you know people have questions about you know because once you start hearing a podcast, like you said, two hundred thirty five episodes deep, you know you have a set theme, you have a set niche, and you have a set demographic. And, and you know, I'm the technical guy, so we ain't gonna go into all the politics and analytics and different stuff like that. But when I hear your podcast and Jeremy ventures out here and there, but when I hear yours, I like that it's centric the way it is. And I mean, you can go out here and get extra guests if you want, if that's that tickles your fancy. But what you do for your community, it has nothing to do with race. Like you said, it is one of the most, uh, it's one of the, it is the richest county for African Americans in the United States. So I can understand why you tailor your show a certain way and it brings a certain uh, certain thing, uh, certain, um, what's the word I want to use? I don't got tongue-tied. Basically, yeah, demographic. So it brings a certain demographic. And another thing I like that you do, um, you're on social media. And I want to be frankly honest with you, and I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it. You're on social media in a way different way than I am. <laughs> you, you get out here and you will pay respect to people's podcasts. You use some kind of app to retweet the Instagram or whatever. You'll pull yeah. you'll pull an episode if you're listening to it, and you will put it on your post. And you know you'll you'll pay homage to people. You you do that in the community, and I appreciate that. Um, and you, when you do your episodes with your guests, like not podcasters, but when you do bring your guests, you got the little audiogram, which I I can respect that. But truthfully, no offense or anything. The promotion you do is not much. And it's not what? Your, your promotion is not much. And nah, you have a good following. I like that you can do the less and get the most. <laughs> well, I think my numbers should be higher, but 
that's a whole nother conversation. Right. But what I'm saying but is that's on me. I was saying that that's um I I could do a better job marketing with the podcast. I could. So but, but but what I'm saying is is for what you do and the numbers that you get and the respect that you have, I'm out there like crack. I got the uh, automated bots putting my stuff out there every other two hours, blah, 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 blah. However, I do whatever I do. But you come out, like you come out and you want some Luther Vandross type shit. The curtain just opens. You do your thing. You go back behind the curtain. And then everybody's like, damn, we want um, James Lampkin. We'll just play your role as Luther Vandross. We want to hear that thing again. And you don't have to do anything else. That's the respect I got for you on that. Because I have to promote out the butt. Because not every one of my episodes is tailored to everybody. Uh, you know, obviously everybody knows my situation in podcasting. So certain shows are um, monetized by someone. And then my free stuff, like the, the fun stuff I do on the weekends and stuff, that's me doing what I want to do. So the, you, your show and it not having to be controlled in certain areas, because the only control that's in your show is you being the creative juice behind it. That's why I like what you do. I like what I do to a certain degree, but sometimes I can tune out of my own stuff just because I'm like, man, you got this certain structure. Now, let me ask you this. Your podcast is where it's at right now, but um, what is the disappointment right now inside your podcast? The disappointment? Yes. Oh, man, that's a good question. Um, that is not bigger. Okay. Uh, it's not where I, it's it's not where I want it to be. Um, I'm great, and and let's be clear. I'm grateful for each and every person that takes the time to listen, takes the time to be on the podcast. It's it's truly, I'm truly thankful. But I want it to be bigger because that's my goal. Like I'm trying to get to, like where Joe Rogan is. Like that's the level I'm trying to get to. So. Okay. And I can see that. And the more and more you branch into your community, like like I said, you show respect to your community. You you do things through your Instagram and you showcase certain things. I can see that happening for you. It, just like anything, it just has to be organic. It can't be rushed. It can't be uh, tailor-made or anything like that. It, so it'll come to you and in, in, in however you keep pursuing uh, advancing your podcast. And I'll give you that advice right there. Well, let me let me interrupt you because you, you talked about um, the sharing thing. Uh, first of all, let me give a shout out to the Rosie Perspective. Um, that's a podcast that I listen to from time to time. One day, me and her was talking through uh, um, DM. We was we was having a conversation, and and it, and it came up the me sharing a bunch of podcasts, and she was like, "Well, you got to remember, your page is your page," and I was like, "Shit, that makes sense." But what she recommended I do, she was like, "If you notice." When I share podcasts, I share it in my stories. I don't put it on my feed. I put it in my stories. I said, damn, that makes a lot of sense. Because it's important to share. Because we're all in the same boat. Like, we're all trying to build our followers. We're all trying to, um, you know, promote our podcast. We're all at a, at a certain level. None of us are at a really high level. So we need each other. I need people to share my podcast. So what do I look like asking people, hey, like my podcast, share my podcast. And the ones that I listen to, I don't share. I don't I don't put any light on the ones I listen to. So I can't ask for someone to do something I'm not willing to do. So you will never hear me saying, hey, share my podcast, like it, subscribe, do all this stuff. And I'm not doing that for the person. Okay. So I just feel like you get you get what you put out. Okay, so I'll give you a little, little thing that I do. All right, for instance, the podcast that, that follow me and stuff like that, I try to listen to everybody's podcast at some point. And I'm not going to say I sit there and listen to it every week. But say, like, if you got a show that's got flame to it and is, and is really good and I ain't listened in a while, I will I put people's uh, podcast through Spotify on my story every day. Um, for the simple fact, like I said, the ones that's in my inner circle, because we all got we got people that we run with, like like I'm cool with everybody, but I got a circle that that follows with me. So mm-hmm. the ones that's inside my circle, damn right, I'm gonna give their show that extra extra touch when it comes to promotion. I might put that thing on my Snapchat. I might and like when I go to different cities, like for instance, like when we do this show that we're doing now, 
when I end up on a different coast or somewhere, damn right, I'm going to take this show and whatever your next episode is that comes out right with that, and I'm going to post them in that city so followers can hear your show for nine months or six months, however long it stays geotagged in that location. Um, that type of reciprocity in podcasting, I give that. But like you said, um, sometimes my thought is this. like I don't expect anybody to share my podcast. I've done what I needed to to establish myself where I want to be and kind of kind of like I mean I'm going to get bigger. I'm not looking for Joe Rogan support. I'm just looking to get on NPR. That's all I want to ever do. Get on that. <laughs> if I get on NPR, NPR and I or I can get somewhere they can take me to the University of Maryland or University of West Virginia wherever, let me do a TED talk about podcasting and how to grow your podcast. That's the only thing I ever want to do in life. I just want to help people get to the top somewhere or at least get to a way where you're not part of the 90-10. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I, so for me, is for me, the reason I want such a huge follower is because I want to share my follower. I'll give you an example. Um, let's say that I'm talking with a person. They may have, so say a rough number, 3,000 followers. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm at a million. I know what my, what my million followers would do for that person with the 3,000. So that's my goal is just to share my followers. Like it's not for me. Cause if you notice when you listen to my podcast, I rarely talk like, right. it's, <laughs> cause it's not, because it's not for me. Like, and, and I, and, and I truly feel that's why my podcast works because when the guests come on, they they're going to be open because they know it's about them. You can like, I I do believe in having great podcasts in person, but you can you can't actually build a rapport online. But the key is the person has to know when you invite them on your podcast, it's about them. So the minute you establish, like, hey, this is about you. This is not about me. This is about you. You will be amazed at how open people will be. <laughs> Oh yeah. And and I and I can go with that. Now let's let's get over here to the mix about some other stuff. Let's get a little bit more personable. Um everybody knows that I got a little vintage set. I am a huge advocate for Tavis Smiley and journalist. I, I like journalistic integrity and podcasting. So you have okay. that inside your podcast. Uh and if you didn't know that, and, I, and I'm not gonna give you any more flowers, I gave you enough right now. So yeah, I appreciate <laughs> so I appreciate so, the ones you gave me. Yeah, so so here it goes. All right. Um, you have done a list of shows with people. You've had uh from Ken Fluence to uh random pretty you've had a great deal of podcasters on in the last few months. Uh-huh. Now, and you've been out there, you've been more active, and I'm going to give you the fatherly advice on this, uh, or fatherly saying and saying, I'm actually proud that I like I I peeped up like I think it was a few days ago I seen you on somebody's live and I was about to write you and say, yo, you want to do this podcast right now, and you just want to live. So, um, inside doing lives and being more sociable now, um, what are the, what are the requirements that your wife asks of you if you want to be out here doing everything inside podcast? Well, she likes me to spend time with her, um, quality time. That's the biggest thing. Movies, uh, shows. Um, that's the biggest thing. I'm not, but that's the thing. I'm not like, I'm not, on, I don't think I'm on that much. Um, you, you've been getting on way more than before, like, like four months ago, you went on there like you are now. Well, well okay. Because, okay. See a lot of what a lot of people don't understand is I moved. So when I first got, you know, I, I, I was in California at one point, Yeah. but when I moved back to Maryland, we lived in an apartment. So my voice is heavy. We're in a small apartment. So I can't do, you know what I'm saying? I can't do but so much because I'm disturbing everybody in the house. My voice is pretty heavy. It's loud. And it's like, it's disturbing people. So that's the main reason is I have, like, <laughs> I'm in my basement right now. I got my own space. It's nobody down here. It's, I got, you know, no, I'm, my voice is not disturbing anybody. So that's, that's the biggest reason. Just I have more space. And that's understandable. Yeah, and and I can go with that because, like, I know I'll say this and I always tell everybody, on Thursday, you cannot reach me. My sacrifice to keep doing podcasting with my co-host, Stacy, 
she tells me on Thursdays because Grey's Anatomy and Fire Station Grey's Anatomy comes on or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, I got to give up Thursdays, but you know, when seven o'clock hits till 11 o'clock at night, you can't even send me a message. I, and I, and I look, I don't have to watch the show. I just got to be present. That's a good thing. That's yeah. A good thing. So, so that's the psych- only sacrifice I have to give to podcast and people will going to say whatever they want about that. But when you're in a relationship with someone and y'all are genuine time together is more important than uh, the social media aspect. Yeah, so, of course. So, so real quick, me and you uh, share a mutual podcasting group that I like, the Cool Out Corner. So, what do you think about the Cool Out Corner? You talking about the the podcast or yeah, the group? Yeah, Pork and um, Big L. So I'm gonna be honest. I've heard, I've heard one of the episodes. It was entertaining, but. What people what people have to understand, like I'm a because what I do, I tend to listen to the podcast that I can relate to more. Okay. So a lot of a lot of the podcasts I listen to are interview. Like I listen to yours, I listen to Life Unplugged. Um uh I listen to Better, I listen to Better House um occasionally. It's it's just like I say it's more like I I have to know that it's like if they're talking to a person, I'll listen. Um, but a lot of times, if it's like an entertainment podcast, I usually don't listen. And it's not anything personal. It's just that's not what I'm into. I'm in like I'm more into what I like to do. Like I listen to the one of the, like like Life Unplugged. I'll give an example. I listen to him a lot, and if you notice, we we tend to have the same guests. Sometimes he'll have a guest first, and I'm I'm putting this on record. There's 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 podcasts he's done that I'm like, man, I liked it, but it could have been even better. So I'll come behind him, get the guest, <laughs> and let, like I'll like the question that I thought he could have got deeper on, I just ask the guest, and we'll just go deeper. <laughs> like like I like when we um who. Like I, I have, I have a, um, I have two podcasts scheduled with, with an interview he had because I didn't think he, I think he did a great job, but it was because it was two of them. It was um so problematic podcast. Yeah, yeah. I listened to that one. It was really good. But he, he, I wanted him to go a little bit deeper, but I understood why he didn't because he had two people, and that's one of the reasons I don't like interviewing multiple people at one time it's not a it's not i will never do it but given the option i won't in the spoiler um nobody knows this but i but they're so problematic i actually split them up Ooh, now i'm gonna have to put this episode out early we haven't recorded it yet we're recording it um next month okay but I split them up because there was so much that he, I wanted to talk to them about separately. I was like, there's no way we could do it together. So I got them to do it separately. They both agreed. So that's going to be really good. And I like that. Um, is it like, you know, I've been trying to get this Holy Grail episode together with all of us in uh, Ringgold. And uh, I don't know why I stopped for a minute because I was like, everybody's getting busy. He's getting, you know, it's getting springtime and getting summertime and stuff or getting warm again. So people's moving around a lot more. And uh, I, I agree with that because, like, I'll tell you my experiment. You know, everybody calls me the Kanye West of production. I got out here and did these uh, podcast pop-up episodes where everybody just jumped in. And I'm organized. When we're doing it, like, you can see me right now, uh, audience. You can see me on the video. So, like, mm-hmm. if they're if we're doing that, I make everybody take a number. So we got four people. I got one, two, three, four. And nobody ever sees a video because I just release audio. So when we're talking, right? If you're saying too much or blabbing too much or just you've gone on topic and you're number two, I'm going to hit you with the number two. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and and since, since, you know, when you come in the room and you you hear these how, how it's established and how it's coordinated, because I, I like, like everybody knows, I'm very technical. When we get that going, that's how I was able to do these it's six podcast uh, pop up episodes that's out there that ain't been released because people like, like, say, like, if you came on one, we would have you host one. 
And then everybody would ask the questions. And it might just be off the top of an idea that I have or you have or somebody in the room. Um, but I do them type of things because I can't, like you said, I can't do the rumbunctious podcast with multiple people, like 10 people in there talking about this and that. I like drunk champs that Nori does, but I don't consider it a podcast. I just consider people just rambling. Okay, well, drink chance. So, <laughs> I, I'm I'm I, I go back and forth with drink chance because I hate the alcohol part. I like because okay, I know what he's trying to do, but the reason he's doing it is because he's not skilled enough to get what he wants to get, so he has to introduce alcohol. Now, saying that, I haven't listened to, I've, I've, I've only listened to, I've probably listened to about 10 of his episodes. Okay. But the best one that I've heard is Alicia Keys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can go with that one. Now, I'm going to tell you why, because he got, and to his credit, he got us to see a totally different side of Alicia Keys that we never get to see. So I give him props for that. And she was able, she had her drinks, but she was able to, she she didn't get drunk. Like if you watch the show, some people get like drunk. You wasted. Yeah, and it's like, now the interview just going in a direction. I don't even want to hear it. But she never got to that point. It was like the alcohol gave her liquid courage. So you could tell there was things that she may not have opened up about if she wasn't drinking, but because she had a few drinks, she was able to open up. And I and that's what the essence of his show is. That's what he's aiming for. But the problem is there's too much alcohol. Way too much. Left. Yeah. <laughs> and it just goes left. <laughs> yeah. And I can agree with that. And I've even heard some of the podcasts in our tier of the medium tier podcast that do that, the alcoholic thing. And it's fun. Like the live stuff that they do. I like seeing that. But when I hear it in a podcast, uh, in the nicest sense, I'm like, shut that shit up. Take it somewhere else. Yeah. I I don't, I I would prefer, I don't want to record with anybody that's been drinking. Cause it's like, um, not, not to the point that it's noticeable. Um, like if you had like, Usually this is women who had wine or something. Like if it's if it's to the point where they just more like if it makes them more relaxed, I'm all for it. Yeah. But I don't want it to be where you're getting incoherent. And that's where that's what I don't want to deal with because it's like I can't like you taking me out of my comfort zone because I'm trying to figure out, okay, you know, because it's because it's like when you when you know a person will answer anything you ask them. You have to be careful because you don't want to act like I don't want to ask you something I wouldn't have asked you if you were sober. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Just yeah. because I know I could get like I know I could get an answer from you because you're not thinking clear. But but it's my responsibility to protect you from yourself. And, I, and yeah, I go with that because yeah, you got to when somebody's drinking. Like now, we got a serious matter to talk about real quick, and this is real serious in the communities uh, that we're in. Sport, mm-hmm. sports. It comes a certain sports. time. See, yeah, sports. Sports is something serious. You know, we got TV schedules. We got certain sports: NFL, college football, basketball, college basketball, and all this stuff. Where do you have to draw the line between podcasting and sports? <laughs> Shit, the only line I've drawn is on record on Sundays. <laughs> And that's what I'm getting at. On Sundays, can't nobody catch you during the NFL season, correct? Nah, nope. Last is early in the morning before the games. But that's still got to be before 12 o'clock. Some people at church. Well, we can't record now. <laughs> and that's the one thing I wanted if, to turn there. If, if it's between, if, if there's an NFL game or we are not recording. Now, I may, I may, like, I may have my phone by me doing a commercial or something, and you may be live. I may pop in and look in and but nah, because I'm, I'm I'm too much of a football fan, so nah. Can't can't give that up. And me, it's the college football. Some Saturdays depend, you know, in the evening time. In the evening time, when there's a premier game, well, I don't want to give up that time. And uh, and and you know, no offense to where I'm from, Virginia originally, but Virginia ain't got no real football team except for Virginia Tech. 
WVU is kind of suspect. So basically, I am a I'm, my football team is crazy. I'm an LSU fan, but I'd be out near Ohio State because where I live in West Virginia, I'm close to Columbus. So I see okay. Athens, I see the University of Ohio in Athens, and then I see Ohio State in Columbus. So I get some good football in because if I watch it on the local end, you know, man, I got some good stuff on. But when WVU comes on, I just turn the TV off because right. Oklahoma or Texas is like about to beat their ass, Baylor or something. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so and no, no offense to my podcast or the name of, but just the football, we can't even talk about it. And the basketball, disappointing too, because they beat good teams and then get beat by the sorriest team. Like they'll go out there and beat University of Virginia when they're ranked and go beat Duke. And then next thing you know, they lose to like Oklahoma State or something. The basketball team was good, really good at one point when yeah. Huggins, when Bob Huggins like first got there or. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they kind of fell off. Right. And we just don't talk about that. Now, getting further in, into to things. Uh, so y'all here and we got a good community of podcasters. Like everybody links up. Uh, people have issues. And we ain't here to talk about the issues because who cares about the issues? We're all podcasters. We get on a microphone and we record. Or some people get on a cell phone and record, which we None of my business, but but um, if you had to give a TED talk, right? Like, because that's my dream to give a TED talk and just tell people, like, you know, because I hate that podcast gurus that make money. This is just my stick, real quick on this, and then I'll, I'll pass it off to you on this one. Um, my thing is, is like, you should be able to give advice to somebody for free. You shouldn't. Yeah, you shouldn't put a paywall on your advice. If someone needs your help, that's when you charge money, because. It, it's more you're giving away your time, then. That's it. And, yeah. and if, if it's something mutualistic, then that's fine. But if you have to give your time and you're actually putting time and some hard effort from your internet or anything to somebody's situation, yeah, they should give you something. But advice you should give for free. So mm-hmm. being a podcast veteran like you are and on the rush more, even though you say you don't, you're humble about that. What would be the best advice that you would give to a podcaster to have longevity. I don't care about the consistency portion of it, but like, what would you tell them to keep have longevity to have 240 episodes and not do what all these podcasters are doing right now? They release 20 episodes and now they go back to real life and they're like, Oh, I'm pod fade. I can't do this. What advice would you give about longevity? Man, to be honest, I really don't know because, um, it, it it depends on what kind of podcast you got. Like if we're talking about, if we're talking about the podcast that I do, which is interview style, I would tell somebody don't ever focus on how many followers or what kind of platform the person got. Focus on what kind of conversations you can have with them because the best conversation, <laughs> honestly, the best podcast I've had, the people may have, I don't know, not even a thousand followers but it'll get a lot of listens because we had a genuine conversation. Whereas I've had some with people that got a, like tens of thousands of followers and it didn't go that well because it's like, they, they, they knew who to, they knew, um, they knew what they brought to the table, which is good and bad. And it's like, they don't promote it anyway. <laughs> so it's like, you, you worried about their followers and they're not even going to promote it. So it's kind of like a moot point to even worry about how many followers they got because they're not promoting it. Um, but when you get into the entertainment podcast um, where people kind of like just going back and forth, you kind of talking with your friends. I really don't. And you got no advice, advice for them? <laughs> nah, because it's like, that's not, that's not my lane. And it's like, I can't give you, I can't give you any solid input because I've never, I've never recorded in that style. So, you know what I'm saying? You might as well go talk to the wall. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is not, the, we're going to give you the same advice, which is nothing, nothing useful. <laughs> right. And so. and I and I can go with that because I'll say this, and this is the only bad thing about me in podcasting. I've jumped genres and done extra stuff outside of my normal Thursday show. Like I did a true crime, did this, this, and that, because I wanted to experience it. And like, like you said, and, and I started agreeing more with you, and I want to thank you about this. Like that actual like group fun thing. I have like a, a series called the Love Series. And I did a few, I did three episodes with a lady this past Friday night. 
but it was because we were working on, I'll teach you how to use Zoom effectively and to get the noise reduction. But we set me and this lady, Michelle, or whatever, we got into the thing and we had chemistry, so that, that's fine. But I've done some shows with some people that I ordinarily probably shouldn't have done shows with. And, and, and I got that, that feeling like, I'm just like, man, this shit is garbage. Like people think, I understand taking, <laughs> I, I understand taking the idea of taking a conversation and putting it in a podcast when it's like, like me and you was chopping it up about Maryland or we was really talking about the Georgetown Hoyers. We could have that podcast and talk about Georgetown all night long and then talk about the hoop legends from PG County and what went on and out there, you know, and that would be something suitable. But like sometimes I hear these people that go on rants with their they friends talking about the latest uh, shade of whatever makeup or talking about the latest shoes that they got or something like that. I'm like, man, I. I really don't want to hear that. So I kind of toss it to the side. Now, well, well, I hate to interrupt you, but I don't want to forget my thought. The biggest, for me, the biggest uh, topic in our podcast community is relationships. Yes. And if you notice, I don't, nah. Because first of all, I've been married 19 years. So it's like, there's nothing that I'm really, I, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not providing you any, like there's certain things that I see that I'm like, nah that's just stupid or this this doesn't make sense but it's like but what do i know i'm not in i'm not dating i'm not trying to press you so like your perspective really doesn't matter to me it's not going to change mine so it's like we we we're at we're at a point in our community um it's basically a civil war and everybody's trying to be right with the relationship thing right so, so i so, don't even partake in it so I want to talk about that real fast. So this is what I do about that. Like, and this is no offense to any podcasters out there. And if you think I'm throwing shade on you, come for me. I'm going to say that right before I say this, because I, I, this is the thing. Obviously, everybody knows my story went one on. I don't talk about relationships. I talk about the relationship I had with uh, Michelle, who passed. I talk about that. And I, I don't talk about the relationship I had with my co-host, Stacey. Me and her, we live our lives with private people, whatever. But the thing that gets me about these people, it will be single people telling people that are in relationships how to maintain and manage their relationship. And I'm just like, nah, I need you not to say that. I need you to go back to a place where you work on yourself or whatever you're doing in, in your, your personal factory inside your memory museum of whatever happened in your relationships and, and rewind it. And remember that you're single and you can be single for whatever reason you want to, because you say that it was your time, whatever, but you're single. You're not in a relationship. You haven't been in a relationship. Your statistics, your stats, they don't tell me anything about longevity. So I'm, I don't want to listen to somebody say something that ain't been in a relationship and has been working on themselves since 1983. Well, you know what it is, honestly. The, the relationship thing is so simple that we've made it complicated. Like, right. Um, all you got to do, really, this is my relationship advice. <laughs> all you have to do is get to know the person you're dealing with. There's no book. There's no speaker. There's none of that to help you deal with the person you're dealing with. Get the person, get to know the person, get to know their love language, get to know what makes them tick, what makes them happy, what makes them sad. Instead of worrying about what other people telling you, who probably if they're in a relationship, it may not be the best, like there was a time, man, listen, <laughs> there was a time me and my wife was separated and I'm still out here posting pictures and we separated. So that's why, that's why from my own personal experiences, I know not to, do, to believe what I'm seeing on the social media because I was lying to people on social media. So if I'm lying to people, <laughs> chances are a lot of people mind it yeah what's so the next like, person saying yeah yeah so it's like you like me and my wife literally separated and i'm you know i'm posting pictures and we doing this and we doing that which we were i mean i'm not the 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 re, we yeah we were in these spots together but we wasn't we were on we you know what i'm saying we wasn't together like we we were separated we in the same room but trying to make things work but we're separated so it's like after that, after after me and her went through that phase, I stopped talking about um, my my wife and you know us going to dinner and all that stuff because it's like nobody cares. 
right, right, you right. Dinner, you went to dinner, you enjoyed the movie. Keep that shit between y'all because nobody else really cares. I mean, they'll like it, they'll love it. Yeah, that's cool. And I and it's and it's not that I'm that, that I'm I don't want to see people happy in their relationships, but I because I do, but it's like I really don't know what, what the reality is because I know what people are capable of doing because again, I did it. So yeah, I'm gonna like your picture. I'm gonna wish you the best, but that doesn't mean what you're showing me is truth. Right. It's augmented reality. And I was talking to somebody about that in one of my posts. Um, and, and I and I got like a little one where I'm halfway animated and you can see half my face. It's what I want you to see, not what you think you're seeing. So yeah, I, <laughs> I yeah, I go with you on that one. Cause truth be told, like, like, like I lead a private life. Like the only reason I do this little thing where I show, I do a boomerang of whatever food I eat. And I do that for my mother because my mother said, I want to know what you're eating on the weekends. Where are you going? <laughs> so, and she follows me on all my stuff. So I post for her. And that's a little tidbit that I throw in there for people. Cause a lot of, a lot of people be like, what, what was you eating? Slow that shit down. They'd be like, bitch, slow that shit down. Let me see what you're eating. You know, sometimes I eat some good stuff. Like you seen the corn and the, uh, the, the stuff from Chili's that one night. Um, so, so, you know, I, I do that for them. But like you said, posting and doing all this extra stuff, when me and her make moves or we're in different cities, no, I don't. I can't do that in my relationship. My relationship's so private that at first, nobody knew who Stacy was. They was wondering why she was my co-host. Well, who's this random lady? I ain't going to say nothing bad because I don't want to get kicked out of the house. Um, <laughs> you know, so who's this random lady that's doing these movie reviews with you and different things? And, you know, obviously I had an episode and explained who she is, and then we went from there. Now, What's on deck for you in the future? And let me throw a little pillar out here so you can get me something good together because I want something good, James. Right. Um, people like me, for instance, are, are stepping out. Everybody knows I'm a video gamer and I, and I collect all kinds of different things and I collect projectors and I do the little movie things when I'm in different cities. So everybody knows I've gone over to Twitch. That's going to be my next venture. I want to do actual real live interviews on Twitch. Like what we're doing right now, I want people to see this. So... And obviously, I'll be somewhere where I got my little setup. I might have to get a project, take the projector screen and make it into a green screen. But um, I want to go live with what I'm doing because, like, this conversation we're having right now, how much better would this be with comments from somebody below it that know us, like people yeah. in podcasting, so they could ask questions and and it will give me a different level of doing my Tavis Smiley, Larry King thing because Larry King had the little line open and Tavis Smiley, um, he didn't necessarily have something like that, but. When he was on BET, you could just tell it was a different. You know, when he went to PBS and started doing that, it was still good, but he had made it when he was there. So, so my thing is like that's my next venture. Once I work out the bugs and kinks, and I can get it to where we can come on, do live, and it'll be on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Which Twitch is just because uh, it's a different market for shit, and you know how I am about the markets. So, yes. so. What's the next venture for you? What's going to be the next thing we're going to find out about conversation with lamps? Because obviously you're getting more socially active. You're you're talking with people behind the scenes. And shout out to Rosie Perspective because I started listening to her podcast about a good four months ago. And I want to say like I like how she presents her social media. She takes your episode if she likes three of them, puts them in her little setup that she got and gives you respect there. And then she goes about her business. But in her and like you said, in her stories, you can always see that. And mm-hmm. I kind of I kind of follow suit on that. Now I don't post people's. I used to do all that top 400, all that other stuff. No, I don't do that no more. If I'm listening to your show and it's good that week, you're going to be in my story and people are going to check it out. Yeah. He said, what's next? Um, For me, I, I'm actually working on the video piece for, for um, I'm, I haven't started, but I really want to start releasing the videos for the Zoom because I got better Wi-Fi. Um, so it could work. Also want to do more in-person later on this year. I'm going to start doing more in-person interviews. Like I know a person with a studio. Uh, I know that I got some great guests that I can get in there and it would change the dynamics of the conversation being in the same room with the person because nothing beats that. So I'm looking forward to doing more of that. Um, Going live more on my platform because I don't go, when I'm live, it's somebody else's. It's never mine. I mean, I'm going to say never, but it's very rare that it's my live, but I'm going to start having more like live podcasts, talking with people live. So I can't get that interaction because what I've noticed, you can build up your following pretty quick going live. Yes. Like every time I go live, 
I get like with, with somebody, even when it's on somebody else live, if if we have a conversation for like a good 15, 20 minutes, I'll pick up about three or four followers. Oh yeah. And so, it works wonders. And the, and not and not not ghost followers like real because I'm not interested in bots and people who you know following you just so you can follow them back, then they unfollow you. Like all that dumb shit. I'm not into that. Like I like <laughs> I want to know like like I'm I want genuine followers, like people who taking the time to, you know, look at the page, interact with me, I interact with them. That's what I'm looking for. So I'm not interested in the numbers per se. Just, just the real interactions, right? And and I get you that, and you can get that definitely if you ever add a mailing list to what you got going on. Add a mailing list to it. Identify the real listeners. Like I always tell everybody, you do that. That's when you that that it comes full full circle. That way you'll know that Terry and Toledo listens to your show. You put it out on a certain day, but he listens to it on Saturday because he's got an hour or so to listen to your show, and he gets everything because he grew up in PG County. Blah blah blah. That type of. Uh, understanding of your audience is the stuff that I try to help people with. That's what I want people to be able to do. I want you to be able to target because who cares? Like, let, let me say this hundred percent on this show right now. And this is the last time I want to say this again. It doesn't matter about how many streams you got. It doesn't matter about how many downloads you got. It doesn't matter how many followers you got. It matters if you know the first 25 or 50 listeners that are listening to your show initially, because if you don't know who those people are and you know nothing about your audience, because the thing about that is, is people will say, oh, this episode did good because I got certain numbers. But there's actual people that listen to your show and not everybody makes it open to communicate with them. So are you going in the future, are you going to open it up a little bit more so that your audience can communicate with you a little bit better? Oh, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, like I said, the live works really good for people getting a chance to interact with you. And also, um, there's some topics that I want to talk about by myself. Um, oh, what the solo podcast or the solo live? Yeah, yeah, just like um, no, not live. Hell no, I'm not going live. I think that's weird to go live. <laughs> Listen, if your name not Dolomite, don't go live talking to yourself. Um, yeah, I have I have to have guests on, or if I'm doing something, mine is inform- informational though, so it's different. Yeah, I listen. I've I've gone live. <laughs> And like my, my rule is like anytime I go live, I'm I've always pr- planned it with a person like, hey, we're going live at eight o'clock. We're going live at eight o'clock. Man, listen, if that person ain't in there by 801, I'm ending it. Text me back when you're ready to go live and we can go live because I don't <laughs> I don't do well with being live by myself. Some people, and let me let me read, let me let me call back what I said because that was that's incorrect. Cause I've seen people um go live by themselves other than dolomite and it's fine so i take that back i take that statement back let me just own it for myself i have no business going live without anyone neither do i (laughs) only time i need to go live is if i'm trying to tell you how to fix something or if i hear something latest mine is informational i only go live if it's informational I, i have no true Lives never did anything for the type of branding and stuff that we do. So if I ever go live, it's just because, like you said, it's a, it's a, it's a sectional thing or it has something to do with the people that, I, that uh, I'm influenced by. Like if I like something that they're talking about or they got a topic or something. Now, we wrap all this stuff up. And um, this has been a pretty good interview. I'm, I'm glad that we finally got it to work out because you're one of the hardest people to schedule for a podcast. And, no, I'll say that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, listen, listen, I ain't lying, I ain't lying, because people say that I'm difficult, people be like, oh, you're a pre-Madonna, you'd be like, yo, let's do it April 21st, and then come back, let's do it March 21st, you schedule people so far in the future that you're just trying to have an episode in 2027, and it's not even, you talking about you, right? Yeah, talking about me, and uh, yeah, okay. that's not even the case, it's just, I have to be very careful, because we once we record the show, this is the first and last magic for me and you. There's no comeback from this for me and you unless we're doing the Holy Grail episode. So something like this, I got to put it in a capsule and I got to figure out where I can place it because the show with you, like I told Jeremy and like I told Dolomite, I've gotten all three of y'all in the last seven days. Y'all are going to be a Thursday show. Y'all not going to, I'm not going to disrespect you and put you on Saturday. You're going to get the the, the primetime stage on Thursday. So I got to make sure it fits into the right time. You know, obviously April's booked up and May's getting booked up. So 
I hope I can slide your episode in. I want to do yours before Jeremy's and then Jeremy's after yours and Dolomites is something special. I just put out the ad for that. And just to give me a, a little cheap um, little uh, promo here, that show is called The Gift and the Curse. And anybody that's a podcaster needs to listen to that because Dolomite spits fire like you do. Dolomite's a whole nother level of podcaster. I, I have to be careful when I talk to him. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna interrupt you really quick because I, I don't want that out there that I'm hard to nah I'm literally I'm like the I'm wanted to eat listen I've now do I get a lot of invites no but everybody who's invited me to their podcast I showed up I was on time and I, I had and I've only been on let me see uh within the podcast community, I think I've been in I've had some other ones people that I did out that's not in the community, but um in our community, let me see, I recorded with Rodis, um King Germ. Get Rodis. Uh no, not King Germ. Mm-mm. Well, that was mine. Right. So so I don't oh, really yeah. count that one because that was mine. But it was it's on his platform, but it was mine. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. 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 And um, but I and Jeremy, I recorded with Jeremy. Those those only those only two people that well, I can think of. Well, anyway, what I, what, I, somebody, what, what I was I saying know. was just a joke. Anyway, I was just just pulling you straight oh, okay. right there. Because <laughs> I because I because because I because I hate when like I, I would hate for somebody to be like, man, I was gonna reach out to Lamp, but uh, he might be acting funny, man. No, I'm not. I don't act like because because we doing the same thing. Like I rely on I rely on guests just like they do. So the last thing I'm gonna do is act funny when I want when I don't want somebody acting funny with me. Right. Like if your answer is no, it's no. Like if you don't like, <laughs> but but you but you also have to look at what you're inviting me to. Like I may not fit your podcast. That's the only thing. Like if you like if you ask me to do it, um. Yeah, I'll do it. Like I'm gonna do it. Um, because that's up for that's up to you to figure out how I belong. It's not my job. You invited <laughs> me. So you figure out how, you know what I'm saying? You have to figure out you came to me for a reason. So you should have to figure out, you know what I'm saying, why you want me on your podcast. But I will say though, I'm not gonna lie, this is this real quick. Uh-huh. I do want to be on one of those like fun, relaxed. Talking shit, knows you know. I do want to be on one of those type podcasts because I because I don't because I just want to be able to crack jokes and laugh and do all that fun stuff. Because my podcast is not for that. Now there's episodes where I do like, but there's people that I've known for years, and and we had that rapport, so I could crack jokes with them because I know my timing is perfect with them. But like you can't joke and laugh on every episode and in, in most of my episodes are not for that but i got a couple where i you know can laugh and joke so okay i mean and i agree with that too because like my show like the, the one on thursday that that, that shit's serious like we're here t- talking about some traumatic stuff like I, I got this one that's about to come out this lady witnessed a murder oh yeah ain't and, and, funny about that yeah and i'm talking about like it was so hardcore like the dude had her cleaning up the blood type deal. Damn. Yeah. So like that's serious. Um, it comes out. I'm gonna check it out. Hold on, let me give you a date real fast. I, I can pull it up real fast. It comes out. When did I put this one? Because you know I got the episodes for like three million years. Uh it's coming out soon. It come out uh February, I mean April 28th. Okay. And uh that one. Yeah, the girl, and I mean, I, I was surprised she even wanted to talk about something like that. Now, that's the only thing that's different about my podcast than, than everybody else. I, I got a, a guest directory that I go through, and I get a list, and I and I go down and I skim it. I'm like, what kind of, what is something different that I can talk about that's, that I ain't heard nobody say anything about? Because, like, I'll say this, like you did about Jeremy. I copied him, and he had a guest on about the trauma, the, the brain trauma. And after I did the episode, and this is full honesty. I went back and listened to his again. I was like, damn, I shouldn't have done this episode. He did it way better than me. And you, you knew he did the episode? Yeah. 
So why, yeah, you are, okay. So you always have to listen to the person first. No, no, I listened to his episode. I listened to his, but the way that I asked my questions and the way that she was with me was different than the way she was with him. So. Oh, well, some people, some people just have a better rapport with certain people, man. That's just what it is. Right. And, and see, the, the, the story behind this is that I didn't reach out to this girl. This girl reached out to me after, and I don't know if he had something to do with it or something. And I did it and I was like, okay. And uh, then I got this lady that I do shows with named Stephanie. She's from Canada, right? So, you know, she got an extra accent and it sounds different. Uh, I, I can't do a Canadian accent. So me and her have done guests like that, just sort of like you said that you do with uh, with Jeremy. And with me and her, where it's two totally different styles and dynamics, they come out equal. Like, or hers comes out a little bit better or mine comes out a little bit better. So I do like I do like that she said that in this episode because that made me feel better that sometimes I'll listen to somebody, I'll be like, yeah. Let me put that JR twist on it. Let me make the episode a little bit different. I don't, I'm not going to say it's better, but I'm going to make it different than the way that they ask questions. So I do like that about that. And then I'm going to tell you this. Quincy Carter interview. After I listened to that, like you made me want to go research Woodrow Danzler for some reason. Because I always put him, <laughs> I put him and Quincy Carter in, in the same category. No offense. They were teammates, I'm pretty sure. So yeah, but they both have. They both have a same similar story when it comes to their football NFL careers. Oh, well, okay. Well, Quincy Carter had a better career, but I'm saying Woodrow Dantzler and Quincy Carter were in the SEC. They was or no, hold on, no, he was at Clemson. My bad. But they were very similar quarterbacks. Yeah. And it it just I, I would want somebody to do. The, I want you to get Woodrow Dantzler on your show. That's basically what I'm asking you to do because I need to hear that interview too. I want to know what happened to him. He was my favorite quarterback before Michael Vick came out on that, on, on that little running gun thing. So if you got time, find Woodrow Danzler. Make him a, a superstar on your show. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want his story. Now, um, to wrap this up, everybody produces a podcast. We got people behind us. You got your cousin that does the editing, which is the hardest part in a podcast um, besides recording it. Um, is there anybody you want to give a special shout out to? Because like, like for me, for instance, like I got a, a, a what we call my legion, my my people that follow all of the stuff we do. The legion I always give thanks to them because they have been with me from day one, and they you know they grow as as the show grows, just like yours is growing and your following is growing. But is there a special person or a special group of people that have just helped you along the way, helped you make a good bridge? That's uh, conversations with Lamp. Um, yeah, so, so I'll look at the people that, that motivate me, um, yourself, because you do, we do the same thing, Jeremy, um, Dolomite, I really like, um, Brunch Hour podcast, I don't know. Yes, Styles. Yeah. I I listen to, listen um, to him on yours. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I, I really like his structure. Um, he's really structured. Like his show is structured. And that's something that probably because I'm like the least structured person. This, that's why I have such an appreciation for it. Um, who else? Um, I say life unplug. Um, I like I like Better House. I, I really like what um Ken does. He's um He's pretty active, so I like. And I and I agree with what you were saying too, because um, in any instance with anything with me, like I live a different life in podcasting now. Uh, you come to me for production now. If people want that sound and spatial audio, or you want to, if you want to do something with your podcast that you're not doing, they people come holler at me. I don't. Okay. What, what, my mistake that I made, and I'm gonna say this real quick, and, and you can um, own up to this and, and hear me in this. My thing uh-huh. is that I was helping people that wasn't asking for my help. And I didn't realize that sometimes people don't want your help. And that was a simple mistake I made. And so I've learned from that, that the only help I'm going to give is the help that gets solicited or the help that you ask for. I'm so the, the reason it's never been an issue with me is because I literally have no help to give. <laughs> I, it's like, and I'm being so serious because it's like, man, all I do is, is, send a zoom link hit record and talk like there's no magic formula there's no no prep right like dude i had like (laughs) 
the, the, the question that I dread the most is people, what are we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I tell you all, I tell, I tell people, the, 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 the biggest selling point I tell people, listen, I sent them an episode. Let me let you know. This episode I recorded with this person, we didn't know what we were talking about. I never know what we're talking about. I never had pre-planned questions, but just trust my judgment. That's all <laughs> I can give you. And thank God they trust my judgment and we can get something good. It's like, that's all I ask. Like, look, just, just trust that I've done my homework. Like, I know, you know what I'm saying? I know what, I know what you're strong in and what you're weak. Not weak, because I don't know the weakness, but I know what you're strong at and I know what you're good at talking about. So we're going to stick to that. It may only be one topic, but we can stay on that topic as long as we need to to make you look strong. <laughs> so... <laughs> Okay, and I can go with that. Now, it comes a point in the show where we've done a good amount of talking. And I'm going to wrap it up here. So please, real quick, do something that's vintage to my show. We call it the shameless plug. I need people to know where they can meet, greet you on the internet. So please tell them real fast, James. Um, well, you can find me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore lamp. My Facebook is also conversations with lamp. The podcast is on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. What? Okay. Well, now I pause for a second because me and you had talked a long time ago about that podcast reaching other places. Yeah, I'm working on that. <laughs> okay. Well, well I'm, I'm glad about I'm, I'm glad about that. Well, you know, we always keep conversations going in the background anyway. So I want to thank you yeah. once again for I want to thank you once again for coming on the show. Um, and this has been great. Uh, I've been waiting to get you on here. It's probably been my scheduling things because I like I schedule like Kanye. Um, and, I, and I'm not saying it in a crazy way, I'm saying that it has to be right and it has to be creatively smart because I got too many episodes stockpiled with people that ain't gonna see the light of day until 2024. <laughs> so, yeah, don't do my shit like that, Lord. Yeah, I mean, I ain't gonna do you like that. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna have to give you at least a two week wait or three week wait, but. Uh, that's natural in podcasting because that's about the turnaround time with you anyway on, on your yeah. shows. So, so definitely I'll get it out there and uh, we'll entertain the world with it. So once again, I want to thank you, uh, James, for coming on Conversations with Lamb um, to support this podcast. Once again, he said it's available on Apple Podcasts on SoundCloud. Get over there um, and listen to it. And on Apple, I want you to go a little bit deeper with it. Uh, rate his podcast. Put an opinion out there about what you like about what he does and any other creative things that you think could happen within this podcast, because as podcasters, we always want to be informed and knowledgeable about what the fans like and what they don't like about what we do so that we can fine tune things and still be the same person that we are, but it's input that we need to know. 